Today, we receive from the mouth of God, from Jesus Christ himself, the second part of the answer to our problems. We receive from the mouth of God himself the second part of the answer to all of the problems that we are facing in our society today. And boy, they are many. We started with a pandemic which is still around. Whatever you believe about the numbers, at least some people are getting sick with a really bad virus. We found that we, what was uncovered after that was the racism that pervades our country as we saw right, a man get killed by another man kneeling on his neck. And then after that, we saw in the midst of good and peaceful protests, we saw thugs and looters and arsons who decided to take advantage of a good thing and to create chaos or selfishness or even, in some places, anarchy. And now, this week, it's when we thought it couldn't get any worse, we see people vandalizing churches and tearing down statues of a great saint, St. Junipero Serra. And today, from the mouth of God, we receive the next part of the answer. And that is the Holy Cross. The first part of the answer is prayer and fasting. Always prayer and fasting. Never stopping prayer and fasting. Unless you're too sick to fast, in which case you do a different sacrifice. And today, the Holy Cross. What makes the cross holy? The cross by itself, 2,000 years ago, before Jesus embraced it, was not something holy. In ancient Roman times or ancient Persian times, you would not wear a cross around your neck or proudly display it in your logo. Cross was an instrument of torture and of death. It would be like wearing around your neck an electric chair or a guillotine. But Jesus Christ gives us the holy cross. And what makes it holy? The God who died on it. What makes it holy? The love of God that is shown here. The image of love, the truest image of love that exists is not a big heart and a cupid on a Valentine's Day card. The true image of love 
is this? The holy cross. There is no greater love than this. But to lay down one's life for one's friends. That's why the church mandates that we have a crucifix in the sanctuary of every single church. A cross with the image of Christ crucified. And why the U.S. bishops recommend that we have a big one. So that we might all walk into church and immediately remember that our God loves us. And that He has given us an example to follow in His footsteps. So Jesus says to us today, do this. Embrace your cross and make it holy by choosing to love. But what does that practically look like? Like in your life and in my life today, in 2020, in the midst of all the strife in our world, What does it look like to take your cross and choose to love? Because you're going to get crosses. I'm going to get crosses. That That is not optional. Sufferings will come our way. Some of them big, some of them small, some of them medium sized. And then we have a choice. We don't have a choice whether the crosses come. We have a choice as to whether or not they become holy. If we just have crosses, they'll lead to pain, despondency, even despair. But if we allow our crosses to be made holy, there will be pain, yes. But by the power of the love of God, they will lead to joy, to happiness, to fulfillment. So how practically do we allow our crosses to become holy crosses? The Bible tells us. Psalm 62 Trust in God at all times, O peoples. Pour out your heart before Him. That's step one. How to make crosses into holy crosses? Pour out your hearts to Him. See, here's what happens when the sufferings come in our lives. It's it's as though our hearts are pierced. Like Jesus' heart was pierced by the lance of the soldier, our hearts' sufferings pierce our hearts. And what happens is, uh, the sufferings come, they pierce our hearts, and what happened? Blood and water flowed out of the side of Jesus. And so for you and for me, when sufferings pierce our hearts, what happens is that all the stuff in our hearts is poured out. 
Some of that is just, just thoughts and just feelings and just desires. And pouring those things out to God allows us to better receive His love. And some of those things that are poured out of our hearts in the suffering are sins. Or disordered attachments. You know, money's not a bad thing, but you know, I'm just, I'm just too worried about it and, and won't need too much of it. Clothes and stuff are not a bad thing. I just, they kind of occupy my mind and I, I just grasp at them too much. Drinking alcohol is not a bad thing if you're of age, but uh, man, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not addicted to it, but I, just, I don't know, I just drink it like every night and I, I, just, I just need to kind of put it away. Or... TV, movies, good things, relaxing, but man, I just I keep binge watching these shows on Netflix and, or, or, or whatever and I need to stop. I watch one or two at a time. And so our hearts get pierced and all this stuff flows out. Thoughts, feelings, desires, disordered attachments like I just mentioned, sins. just kind of all pours out. And that's a good thing. Because it makes room for us to receive the love of God. The only thing that pours out of Jesus' heart is love and communion. And so when all all the bad stuff, when the disordered attachments, when the sins are poured out of our hearts, then we have the opportunity, we have the space to receive His love, to receive His communion. So when crosses come, here's what you do. You go to the place to pray. You come to church. Or you might go to the place where you pray in your house. Or you might find some other place where you can be alone. And you get on your knees. I get on my knees. Or if you can't kneel, you stand. And if you can't stand, you sit. And you get on your knees if you can. (sighs) You pour out your heart to God you tell him how you feel you tell him what you think you tell him what you want you might speak real loud and might be angry you might speak real softly you might be sad pour out your heart when the cross has come so that they might be holy crosses. Just like Jesus did. Jesus, who as he approached his cross, went to the Garden of Gethsemane, fell on his knees, and poured out his heart to the Father. And being in agony, he prayed more earnestly and his sweat became like great drops of blood falling upon the ground. Father, I don't want to go to the cross. Father, I would like this suffering to pass from me. You could say that with Jesus. But not my will. Let your will be done. Crosses come. And like Jesus, we want them to be holy crosses 
So we pour out our hearts for, to God. And then we wait in silence. Psalm 62 again says, For God alone my soul waits in silence. For my hope is from Him. My soul waits in silence. I don't just pour out my heart to God and then get up and leave. I, I, I wait a little while. Maybe just five minutes. I give God the opportunity to fill me up. I'm pierced by the suffering. I pour out my heart and I wait in silence to give God the opportunity to fill me up. And then I go out and I practically love other people. As I pour out my heart, I express my love for God by trusting Him. As I wait in silence, I receive the love of God. And in having received the love of God, I go out and I do little acts of love. And it is there where the joy comes. Big crosses, little crosses, medium-sized crosses. Little acts of love. I hope you don't mind if I share a personal story. Mostly because a personal story involves all of us. This weekend, if it were not for the coronavirus, we would be saying goodbye. If it wasn't for the coronavirus, we'd be saying goodbye this weekend. I would be go and take the month of July to prepare to move to, to Rome. And, and on August 1st, I'd be getting on, a, on an airplane to go study the Bible at the postgraduate level. Little cross. But I was so excited for that. 2020, I was going to go and study the Bible, and now that's got pushed back to 2021. 2019... I was going to go and study the Bible, but that got pushed back to 2020. 2017, I was going to go and study the Bible. That got pushed back to 2019. And yesterday afternoon, as I was getting ready to come over for 5.30 Mass, I said to my mama, I said, a year from now, it's going to be hard to leave. Because I, I, I love these people. I, I really like it here. 
a year from now, it's going to be really hard to leave. And Mama said, yeah, but like you want to go to Rome, right? And you want to study the Bible and you want to go next year, right? And I, I said, yeah, I do. And I'm going to leave and, and, and I'm, going to, uh, I'm convinced that that's a call from God. And I want to go. And I'm glad to go. But boy, it's going to be hard to leave. Because I love you. It's a cross. A little cross. Not a big cross. You can think of a thousand more crosses in your own life that are bigger than the one that I'm sharing with you right now. But it's a cross. To be delayed over and over and over again. To go do something that I really want to do. But it is a joy that I get to stay with you for another year. Not that I have to, but that I get to. Why? Because I love you. I'm actually not, I'm not sad about being delayed in this departure for Rome. I was a little bit at first, and what did I do? Well, I went to the chapel, I got on my knees, I poured out my heart before Jesus, I sat in silence, and then I came and kept loving you as best I could. I know I don't do it perfectly. I know I, I, know I mess up sometimes, and I repent for those times. But boy, I tell you what, we're going to have a great year. And I'm excited. Because the love overcomes any crosses. And y'all, that is part two of the answer to the problems in our world. Pour out our hearts, sit in silence, and then go out and live acts of love. Buy the drink of the person behind you at the convenience store. Wear your mask, even though it's annoying and uncomfortable when you go to the grocery store. Speak kindly about other people. Examine your vocabulary and your manner of speaking about others. Take the time to think about it and to make little changes. we do the little things well, the big things will take care of themselves. And Jesus is telling us today that by receiving our crosses, pouring out our hearts, sitting in silence, and going out and loving, our crosses can, like His, become holy crosses.